Hello and welcome, St. Augustine. You might notice that Mike Davis is conspicuously absent from the Mike Davis show today, and that's because he's done it again, but we will get to that. So I am here today. Producer Amanda is sitting in main chair. I'll be leading the show. I apologize to all of you for my ineptitude, but we do have a professional on site. We've got Blake. Blake, say hi to everybody. Hello. <laughs> Blake is so happy to be here. How was your vacation, Blake? Really good, but I'm but I'm tired. And I bet. Yeah. When did you fly in? Uh, I uh, so so I had my flight at like eight, like eight in Boston, landed at like eleven thirty in Jacks. So you were home by what one? Twelve thirty. Yeah. Twelve thirty one. Good gracious! And then you were up for the morning show this morning, right? Indeed, I was. All right, all day, man. You got morning show, afternoon show, and the evening show. Indeed, You're a trooper. Mm-hmm. Remind me to buy you some snacks or something on the way home. No, but no cheese. It's I, 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 I overloaded on cheese. It's on the plane. <laughs> I get it. Road trip snacks. I have my road trip snacks for the longest time. Um, like nacho cheese combos were like the thing I would eat on a road trip. I would never eat them any other time. The pretzel but, like, ones are my yeah. My game the pretzels, nacho cheese, oh, so good. So I've got a house full of guests, and they are amazing. But before we do that, I need to make money for Mike. So Mike can pay Blake, and I don't know. I don't I don't get paid. South State Bank. The team at South State Bank is a group of bankers you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you in St. Augustine, State Road 312, State Road 16, or the beach. Visit South State Bank online at southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. We also have Solar Stick. Solar Stick was established in 2006. They are a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. Fall into my little voice. They wrote it for me to have an ad ad reader voice. Opening in 2008, Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, they have proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fire. I hope you called them during the summer because we might have, rumor has it, a storm coming this way. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of their core values, says owner Ashley Casey. They pride themselves on being insurance experts, and they truly enjoy the relationships they have forged with all of you in St. Augustine. I hope they are insuring your property this week as the winds start to blow and the rain starts to fall. We also have Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. They are dedicated to customer service. They are always open seven days a week, 24 hours a day, including nights and weekends. They are always there to make sure that you are cool if you want to be or warm if you want to be. From the moment they answer your call until the time they leave your home, they want to make you comfortable with the service and care you receive from Pal Heating and Air. Give our friends at Pal Heating and Air a call at 904-794-2665. Thank you to all of our amazing sponsors. We have the Bozard Ford Community Update. There is a uh, Matanzas Inlet cleanup event hosted by the Matanzas Riverkeeper and Fort Matanzas National Monument. That is going to be Saturday, October 7th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. We'll remind you as we get closer to that, but keep that on your radar. So I mentioned that Mike Davis has done it again. He has an amazing ability to schedule a vacation 
when a storm is happening. <laughs> so he's always out of town, and I'm always the one that's supposed to be running the show. And so I'm driving in through high winds to make sure that there's a show on the air because that's what he has told me to do. So he's done it again. He's out of town, and a hurricane is coming. So I'm going to give you a little bit of information that the 904 now is proud to uh, serve you in St. John's County by providing this information to you. So I will share it as well. St. John's County is providing free sandbags starting today at six locations throughout the county in preparation for Tropical Storm Idalia. The sound, sand and bags are free of charge. The public must provide your own transportation and shovels. You must also fill your own bags, 20 bags per person. They are, um, they opened up at, at 12 p.m. today. They will be open at 8 a.m. tomorrow and they will stay open as long as weather permits is what I have here. So check them out at Windswept Acres, Solomon Calhoun Community Center, Hastings Community Center, Mills Field, Palm Valley, and North Beach Park. Uh, there's more information shared on that on the 904 Now app Facebook page. I will add in the comments some of the emergency alert systems that you can sign up for so that you can get up-to-date information as the storm comes through. I'm hoping that it's nothing and it's no big deal, but because Mike Davis has this amazing ability to be out of town, I contacted to I contacted Darcy to make sure that he's okay and that they're enjoying their vacation. So Darcy is kind enough to send us updates on Mike Davis and his vacation. So we have a photo that she texted me that um, I would love to share with all of you. So, Blake, why don't you put that up? Oh. Mike Davis <laughs> is enjoying his vacation. You might notice water skiing, um, but encountering some local wildlife. So, thank you, Darcy, for sharing these lovely photos. We'll have a few more throughout the week. Good luck with that. Very much looking forward to sharing all he's of like them. He's like the reverse Jim Cantori. Right. Storm comes, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhat Fonzie related, right? Oh, yeah. So I have one more thing that I want to say before I get to my amazing team of guests here. I want to thank Task Force Hydro One. They had an amazing event over the weekend. They had their 40-mile paddle out, Sweet. which was a huge thing. Um, their luau was fantastic. Blake's got some video of that, um, of that paddle out and some of the exchanges on the boats. It was a great <laughs> event. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mike and Darcy, for sending Louie and I out there. It was super fun. It's a great organization. Check them out. And thank you guys for hosting us. And now, after all of that... I have my amazing team here uh, to share some really great information for you. I've got Meredith Belger. Hi. I also have Chad Belger and Clay Nettles. Hey. This is a team from Recovery RX. They have been each with us at different times talking about different things. So now I've got big, major, like prime players, right? Yeah. All right. Welcome, yeah. guys. Thank you. So I reached out to them because I saw that you have an event coming up. And as we're going into September, which you shared was National Recovery Week or month. Right. Yep. So mm -hmm. awareness for addiction recovery, mm -hmm. substance use disorder recovery. Mm -hmm. yep. um, so we're leading into that. And I want to bring you guys here and invite everybody to your event. So talk to me about your event. Okay. Well, we have um, our first major fundraiser on September 14th at the awesome. Tringali Barn down in St. Augustine. Um, and at this event, we are seeking to raise $250,000 um, in order to start our first recovery living home okay. in St. John's County. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we're being deliberate about using the terms recovery living home because we want it to be open to more than just addiction recovery. We want, we okay. want people who are recovering from any kind of mental health crisis to be All able right. to come live there as well as they kind of flow back into regular life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So this was a goal that y'all had mentioned when you came last time. I think, Chad, you were saying that your next big goal was to have a place where people can take those first steps out of a program or when they're really trying to stay clean um, after making that, that decision to get clean, right? Right. So talk to me about how that will work. Sure. So um, for me, I'm, I'm a recovering alcoholic, which mm -hmm. you know, and maybe some of your listeners do. I've been sober almost six years now. And for me, the key was a transitional space for me to go between the treatment facility that I was in and back to my normal day-to-day -day life. Mm -hmm. And that's the gap we want to help bridge here in St. John's County is we want to be able to provide accessible and affordable transitional living arrangements for people who have been through similar things for me, Absolutely. who are done with their treatment, whatever that looks like, and not necessarily that they have to have been in treatment, but if they were, we would provide that transition from there back to their normal life. Some people just need a little bit more grace between the actual event of them getting clean and then getting back to their regular life because um, what we find with the sponsees that we work with is when they don't have that sort of buffer period, you go right back from one of the worst experiences of your life right back to the thing that probably put you in that situation, which is yeah. your job, your family, all your problems are still right there waiting on you. Mm -hmm. And if you can sort of titrate your exposure back to those things yeah. uh, with the with the accountability of having to be home at a certain time, provide your analysis and breathalyzer samples uh, at request, and most importantly, be with a community of people who are going through the exact same things that you are, mm -hmm. that is going to be a really key jumping off point for long-term recovery for most of us. Yeah, and that's what I was seeing when I was looking through some of the statistics as I was researching, because you guys are coming on, um, that having that follow-up care, it's not just about getting into a recovery program, that is obviously vital, but it's also about having a safe and supportive way to walk that out and to relearn how to exist in the world. And so... I did find that Florida has the highest success rate in drug rehab, which I didn't realize. Wow. Um, it's roughly 70% of all those entering a program successfully complete them in Florida. And so I would say that's a first step is entering the program. Second step is actually making it through. Yes. And then what do you do after that? So I love that you're filling that gap and you're walking that out. And so the goal is $250,000. Mm -hmm. And so that's to actually build a brick and mortar housing environment, right? Right. Yep. That's, yes, that's the key. So do you have eye on land or do you have an idea of where you want it to go? So we do have, we do have some ideas. We're blessed mm -hmm. with uh, a, a big community of people that really want to support us. Mm -hmm. But first steps for us is having the money to move forward. Mm -hmm. So, um, as like when we were here before, you know that we were on a fundraising mission. Absolutely. And the problem that we were running into is that as fast as we could raise money, we had to spend it on sponsees. Mm -hmm. So what we decided to do was to get all the givers of St. John's County and the surrounding area 
in one place at the same time to make a really big push so that we could have that seed money yeah. to actually move forward so that it just just doesn't sort of trickle in and trickle mm-hmm. out. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that working in nonprofits, I mean, you and I have worked mm-hmm. in nonprofits together. Mm-hmm. I mean, having that, having that big seed money, like mm-hmm. you speak about, you start playing the game of interest and you start being able to see that money stay and pay out of yeah, interest well, on that. That's the thing. I mean, right now um, we send people who come to us um, mm-hmm. to various places. Thankfully, we have a good relationship with a, a multitude of places around Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, it constitutes 73% of our budget this year. Wow. Sending people other places. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great if we could show our donors and those who are most inter- interested in our program, here's a physical thing right here. Anybody who comes to us, your money is going directly right here. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. So that's housing. But you mentioned accountability steps. So there's there's money in your analysis. There's money that is spent for breathalyzers. So how do you make that happen? That it all comes down to cost. Mm-hmm. It comes down to cost and staffing. And okay. um, what we would be very committed to is I will more than likely fill that house manager role until we can find the right person for that job because mm-hmm. that would be that is definitely the keystone to our success mm-hmm. is having somebody who understands and can have some compassion for what these people are going through. But uh, having compassion for somebody is not the absence of accountability. In fact, absolutely. I would argue yeah. that it's the opposite. Right. Wow. Absolutely. So uh, that you're, you're absolutely dead on with your question is that is a big hurdle that we have to, mm-hmm. to get through and all those things cost money. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that like looking into maybe clinic partners or doctors that might be on call that would be able and willing to prescribe or provide those services? So at least initially, we would we would have to fall back on our strategic partnerships that we have mm-hmm. with existing facilities already in St. John's County, which Meredith and Clay and myself have all been building over the last two years. Okay. And we do have a really solid network of providers mm-hmm. that can fill that role for us in, in the meantime, while we're working on building our own. Yeah. And I'm assuming this is phase one of multi-generational plans, right? Absolutely. And so so phase one, what are we looking at? How many beds do you think? What are you shooting for? I guess. Well, three bedroom, three or four bedroom home, two beds per room. Um, uh, The house manager would have their own room. Um, So uh, five to uh, three to five. Am I doing the math right? Yeah, I would say say in an an ideal situation, uh, if we could, we could purchase potentially two smaller manufactured homes, mm-hmm. which would give us a room for the house manager to have their own space so they, mm-hmm. they could decompress because there's a lot of pressure there. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then six to eight beds that we could fill with uh, sponsees and, and clients. Okay. And you mentioned staff. So what are you looking at for staff? What do you think you would need? For Primarily a house manager. Mm-hmm. Primarily a house manager. That would have to be a full-time, uh, an FTE, a full-time employee. Mm-hmm. Because another big hurdle for us is going to be transportation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great to it's great to have resources, but if you can't get an individual to said resource, yeah. then it's kind of pointless. So uh, we have to be strategic about where we place our home because it has to have a robust public transit mm-hmm. uh, situation, as well as we will have to have our own uh, means to get people to and from events and yeah. to meetings, to doctor's appointments and that sort of thing, which I believe that we have... Um, also been blessed with some some 
resources there as well for our coming up fundraiser. Mm-hmm. All right. So you guys, man, you've thought of all kinds of different avenues as far as um, location, accesses to resources, um, meetings. Would you be looking to host meetings at your facility or but also provide transportation to other meetings in other locations should someone? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it would be it would be sort of a step down process. We would keep we would keep the individual probably for the first two to two or three weeks. Right. Just with us. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately. We want that exposure therapy. We want them to have to go to the grocery store and we want them to have to go down that alcohol line and not stop and just go, you know, get the, get the chicken, you know, and process (laughs) when you get back. And yes, exactly. And have a safe place to come and process it when they get back. Deal with the frustrations you may run into along the way Mm -hmm. and be able to come back and. And the transitions with family, right? Because I can imagine the majority of these individuals um, are going to need a way to process with their wife or mm-hmm. ex-wife Reconciled. or with their um, children or try to figure out um, some of the uh, situation that they found themselves in. Yep. They want to re-enter that as <clears throat> a new version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. going to take a lot of time, I would imagine. It, it will take time. A yeah, lot of sure. time. And it doesn't take things even as serious as what Clay just mentioned to send somebody back out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we have to be very... We have, we have to really have anything that individual would need to mm-hmm. be able to process all of life's frustrations. Yeah. To speak to what Clay just mentioned, I mean, it's kind of a retraining process yeah. for not just the person who's walking out recovery, but the people in their lives that intend to stay in their lives. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we aren't born knowing how to support someone through recovery. And so that's, I would imagine would take um, some mental health experts, mm-hmm. some psychologists or some strategic partners there to, to help with group sessions and family sessions Absolutely. and encouraging along those lines. Yeah. Um, so you definitely have the, um, the program aspect, but that's not all y'all do. So you also try and learn new healthy habits. Correct. Mm-hmm. And that's a big part of your mission is replacing the negative habits with healthy habits. So fitness, what is that about? Yep. You, you nailed it. Uh, a big tool that we use, um, for our, for our sponsees and just for anybody in our community is just exercise. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find, I, I know for me personally, being able to take back can some, some control of my own health mm-hmm. was a huge confidence boost for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that has a tendency to bleed over into other aspects of our lives. When we Mm -hmm. can be consistent, do a little hard work, be proud of ourselves, see some results, then we say, well, okay, well, if it's possible in this aspect of my life, why wouldn't it be possible in every other aspect of my life? Mm -hmm. And that has been, that's been what we've relied on heavily up to this point. Obviously we'll, we want to branch out into being able to serve in different, different ways as well. But that will always be the foundation of what our program is. Well, it's vitally important because, I mean, people that have addictive tendencies, I mean, those don't just go away because you want them to. You have to unlearn those. You have to rewire your brain in a way. And providing opportunities for people to realize that they can do hard things and they can do it in a supported environment. And you're you're not copying out. You're not giving someone 
you know, a break, you said compassion requires accountability. Benjamin Franklin has a quote on that as well. Um, but just challenging them to rise to that bar is, is really important. And I love that aspect of what you do is that you don't make it easy. You do give them hurdles that they have to literally pick up. <laughs> Sometimes jump. But I mean, that's an important thing for people to realize is that they're capable of more than they thought. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've been asked that question recently uh, with this big fundraising push is how are we going to sort of triage the people that we let into the program to make sure that they're serious and we're not mm -hmm. just throwing our money down a hole? Yeah. And my response to that is that our program Will require so much effort and accountability by the individual we'll figure out if they're serious real quick yeah and that doesn't mean that just because a person isn't ready now they won't be ready later Absolutely. and we'll always have space for them but we're going to focus on the people that are ready right now because i know i had 20 years of of ups and downs and when i was ready i was ready to do whatever was asked of me and that was the key for me and that's what our sponsees will have to ultimately show us yeah and that, I mean, you can't save somebody else. They have to be ready. That's a fact. Absolutely. 100%. And I would, so like I said, I was looking at some of the statistics that are available today, and some of them were just blowing my mind. In 2019, 20.4 uh, million people in the United States were diagnosed with a substance use disorder. 10.3% um, of people with substance use disorders did receive treatment nearly 92,000 people died as a result of these disorders this i mean it's not new news that there's mental health crises in this country and that there's addiction issues in this country but i feel what is relatively not new but minimally reported is that there is a way out and it doesn't have to be this newfangled you know reinventing the wheel mm -hmm. it can just be accountability and doing hard things with little steps yeah the whole the whole theme of of recovery is that getting clean and staying clean is simple but it's not easy yeah yeah it's not i mean it's not rocket science yeah. it's <laughs> science is you know you don't use the thing that you're addicted yeah. to yeah. but that is the hardest thing to ask someone who is in the throes of addiction. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So I just love what you do and how you do it. I mean, I went to college for animal behavior and behavior modification. And so speaking from that aspect, mm -hmm. you guys are absolutely That's why you're a great right. mom. <laughs> just saying. Parents, Those things go hand in hand, girl. My parents <laughs> asked me when I was pregnant if I was going to bring out my dolphin training whistle with yes. the kids. And I was like, yes. not if I don't have to. <laughs> like, but you have to. But it's on the table. It's a choose-your-own-adventure kind of life, kid. <laughs> so, you know, it's, but it just... I, I've always studied behavior. I've always watched behavior. Um, and so watching what you guys do and the, and like I said, the way you do it, it really is dead on. It's giving opportunities for success and failure, holding people accountable for their choices and meeting them where they're at and reinforcing when they do succeed. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the, one of the things that I think surprises so many people is all of the, the wealthy and famous people that fall into addiction, it doesn't surprise me because I know about reinforcement schedules. Yeah. The reinforcement schedule is all wrong. Just because they're sure. millionaires 
doesn't mean that they're receiving that reinforcement at a positive time in their life. Mm -hmm. And if you don't receive the reinforcement at the exact time, then you're reinforcing potentially the wrong behavior. And so like actors work on a movie for six months, Mm -hmm. they don't get any reinforcement for that work that they did until months later when everyone's doing the PR push for it. And so they have a lead time of weeks before they get any reinforcement for that. You can fall into a deep depression in that lead time because you just finished that huge task and there's nothing to show for it yet and it's out of your hands. And so it doesn't shock me that they're, they're filling that void in that gap and why there's less addiction issues in stage actors. Yeah. It's a weird, a weird stat. And it's no, it's no shock to anyone listening. Um, on this station, since it is a local station, that that our community has a mental health crisis. We are quickly filling with individuals who are in need of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, institutions have shut doors that primarily did offer care mm-hmm. to those who find themselves without homes, those who find themselves struggling. And um, Recovery RX isn't the end all for this. Mm-hmm. It is it is simply a step in the right direction, mm-hmm. trying its best uh, as an organization to help where we can um, as a small uh, step in the right direction. Today, I was uh, walking to uh, my bank um, and I noticed that uh, in front of the bank, uh, all the shrubs, beautiful, high, well-groomed shrubs, they were all about four feet tall and beautiful. I used to always walk by them and just comment on them. And I look by and they're all gone. And instead, they're replaced with a couple nice, small, well-manicured flowers. Mm-hmm. And I walked inside and I asked, well, what, what happened to the beautiful shrubs? They were gorgeous. Yeah. And um, they said, we had to cut them down because individuals were sleeping in the shrubs. And wow. um, we didn't want them sleeping in the shrubs. And that hit me. Uh, like a just a ton of bricks uh, our the the facade of our town is changing mm-hmm. because there's a lack of help yeah. and this fundraiser is an opportunity to simply stake a claim and say with the life of that Chad's had Meredith as the perfect partner they have an opportunity to help from the 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 place that they can serve in the most intelligent and authentic way and that's that's been really exciting for me. I'm not a big fitness guru. I don't know anything about recovery. Um, this is this is all new to me in the last two years. But what I do know is help is always effective. It come if it comes from a authentic place, mm-hmm. and that's the great thing about Recovery RX and why um, we're excited about this fundraiser. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the fundraiser some more. Um, I know I have the poster up for Blake to share. It's at the Tringali Farm yep. Barn. Tringali yep. Farm. Yep. And the Tringali family, they're great friends of the show. They they're do donating amazing the space. Work. That's amazing. Yes, yes. So our event is called Scars Under the Stars, mm-hmm. September 14th um, from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, tickets are on sale now. And you can buy singles, groups of four, tables of eight. Um, we have sponsorship levels. We also have naming opportunities for the home. <clears throat> you name it. Uh, we're going to have silent auction, uh, barbecue, love music, mocktails, Ooh. no cocktails. Yes. Um, and we're going to hear some stories from people who have been in recovery uh, on the journey um, just in general and some people who have come through our program as well. Okay. Yeah. 
right? That what sounds else? like a great what night. I miss? That's it. No, you've got it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's been it's been so encouraging. Um, uh, um, the Tringali Farm and, and Heritage Farm, Tringali Barn and Heritage Farms, and mm-hmm. and Christie and their generosity in, in donating the space was huge. Yeah, uh, and then to be able to have it um, all to ourselves on a Thursday was just uh, an incredible gift um, that uh, uh, we're excited to take advantage of fully. It's inter- fully interactive event. It's going to be exciting. Maybe you're, you've uh, um, never uh, been. Um, You've had too much influence with addiction. This mm-hmm. will give you the opportunity to walk through scenarios to see how someone might find themselves in this situation. And also, if they find themselves in, in addiction, all the other people that are tangentially affected by it. And you might be that individual growing up and and not having your dad around yeah. uh, because of this. Or you might be the the wife that finds themselves um, in uh, in need because your 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 husband has has uh, been in addiction, um, and so the event's going to be a lot of fun. We have live music that's going to be great. Barbecue um, from Sunny's Barbecue. We have some really incredible community partners that have showed up big time with uh, silent auction donations Fantastic. and uh, and sponsorships. Uh, uh, like I said, Sunny's Barbecue, Generation Homes, Shoemaker Law, Barley Republic. Noah Bailey Real Estate, Business Builders, Heritage Farms, James Grimes Orthopedic, Bozard Ford, some really big community names. Absolutely. Um, and every single one of these individuals have directly mentioned to me that they have been affected. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody has. Everybody, Everybody has. And you even mentioned that this week. You mm-hmm. you were reaching out and, and everyone has. And yeah. they're so eager to help from a place of, wow, if this was available for my uncle. Mm-hmm. Wow. If this was available for my father. I would have grown up in a different home. Yeah. Wow. So it's really exciting to see the community just jump up. We had an individual already uh, donate a $50,000 wow. matching grant. So the Fantastic. first 50000 um, is already covered. And uh, so the first 50000 that you donate just gets doubled. So this is really exciting. The individual uh, who wants to remain anonymous um, uh, said that it has to go directly to the 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 building of the space. Mm-hmm. So it's it, the, the idea of breaking ground um, is is in the foreseeable future because of this donation. So it's going to be a great event. Hopefully you can make it out. Yes. Yep. It's a family exciting. friendly event too. I do want to add that. Okay. We will have some uh, cornhole and other yard games, games around. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Ton of food, fun drinks. It's mm-hmm. going to be a good time. Yeah. Um, and we're just super excited. The amount of the amount of support and, and encouragement that we've already received. And it, it just, it gives me so much, uh, you know, my heart's so full just about how people believe in us. Like mm-hmm. people, when we, when we tell people what we're doing, how we're doing it and what we've already been able to do with nothing other than the generosity of the people in our community, uh, people, people know that we're onto something and, uh, and we're going to keep hammering no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And the research that I was looking up, it backs up what you guys are doing as far as how do you improve success rates for addiction recovery. And that's, you know, you have the detox, you have the inpatient treatment, and then outpatient treatment and aftercare. So I would say what you guys are doing falls into the aftercare and the... um, the multidisciplinary approach of relearning how to live your life as a sober human. And that is 
100% something that needs to be supported by a group of people that are compassionate, but understand what, what they're doing and what they're talking about. Because I mean, addicts are very adept. I've known a lot of addicts. Um, addicts are very adept at making you feel like what they're saying is true <laughs> and that they're doing what you asked them to do. Mm-hmm. And unless you are someone who's knowledgeable about the signs and the insights, the triggers, like you can absolutely believe one thing and it, it not be reality. Yep. Um, I've definitely been caught in that trap before of I, I want to help this person and they're telling me that they're doing, you know, they're baby stepping, they're doing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, movie quotes. Um, <laughs> but, you know, when rubber meets the road, they, they weren't and yeah. it, it didn't end in a, in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And I had to say, I'm, I'm not the person to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You need. I, I walked that one yeah. as well prior to knowing Chad. Um, <laughs> I was in a relationship that was just that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's just, you know, and it's not a bad person. It's an no. addicted person, right? Exactly. It's a person that's sick. Mm-hmm. And we and have to deal with that issue. It absolutely. is a, it is an addiction. Mm-hmm. It is an Ill, illness. It's not just to pull up your pants and try harder. Yeah. You know, there are broken homes that have been trying for years and years, and we have to figure out a way to go directly uh, towards the correct solution, the, mm-hmm. the prescription, the RX. Mm-hmm. So the name Recovery Rx, it does imply a prescription. So what would that be? Well, we co-opted, I'll say, the Rx <laughs> part from yeah. the fitness community. Okay. Rx uh, in weightlifting and CrossFit and powerlifting is the prescribed weight. So mm-hmm. for a athlete of a certain level, they would use the prescribed weight and others might use the scaled, a scaled weight or a weight above the prescri- prescribed weight. Okay. Uh, what we're implying is that um, your participation, so uh, we want you to follow our program as prescribed, mm-hmm. but if you need a scaled version, we can provide that. Mm-hmm. And if you need a little more, we can also provide that. Okay. So what is the program? What is like the basic, I'm walking in, I've been through an inpatient rehab, I'm trying to figure out what life looks like now. What would be... So taking into consideration that our mission will always meet people where they're at, mm-hmm. um, the, the prescription would be to come into our space, if that's appropriate for you, do what is asked of you for the most part. Everybody's going to have questions mm-hmm. about, everybody wants to be a, a, a party to their own recovery or their own treatment, and that's understandable, but you're just going to have to follow the rules, mm-hmm. and part of those are going to be to go to a certain amount of meetings, you'll provide a sample breathalyzer or your analysis when asked. You'll participate in the home, doing chores, mm-hmm. being a good roommate, neighbor, good person. Um, we we would encourage everyone to start to dive into the spirituality aspect of mm-hmm. what the real problem is. Okay, and um, and you're going to do something fitness related, mm-hmm. and I can and I have 20 years of experience of of training people of different fitness levels, and I will find something that will work for anyone. All right. And all of those things we believe will culminate into the tools that a person needs to ensure long-term recovery. Mm-hmm. 
Excellent. And I know that Meredith, you are a yoga instructor now. I am. Yes. So that will be an aspect. Absolutely. As well, yeah. We've already been um, incorporating some yoga into um, our, our ex. Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, yoga is great for recovery in that it's, it's a quiet time for you to get back in tune with your body. You know, for so long, we've been numbing ourselves and medicating ourselves. Yeah. It's a time to really force yourself into noticing how your body feels and how your body's responding to what you're asking yeah. of it. It's a more, it's a very deliberate time. So mm-hmm. we've, I've been having fun incorporating that in, incorporating yeah. that in. It's been more, her, her yoga has been more popular with people that are in actual treatment facilities right now than the workout parts have. Mm-hmm. It's a little, okay. the workouts can be a little intimidating for people get, just getting started. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I want to reinforce that we can find something that'll work for anybody, but Absolutely. the yoga has really brought a lot of people to yeah, us. Chad knows what he's doing. He can, he can definitely find something for anybody. Yeah. I got to say, when I saw the, the workouts posted over, uh, it was spring, there were frequent workouts posted. Yeah. It's like, man, maybe my husband can go. I don't know if I can. <laughs> oh, he could. <laughs> he can yeah. Oh, too. he's <laughs> savage. He's Louis savage. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. And so we were trying to figure out a time. They're usually on Sunday, though, mm-hmm. and we do, yeah. we work at our church. And so, yeah. When they're not Sunday, then we'll definitely come and I'll help you sell yeah. shirts. <laughs> yeah, we've been moving them more to Saturday. Yeah, lately. it's been mostly on Saturday, and I do have to, um, I do have to, just mention uh, CrossFit 904 has become our new okay. home gym uh, okay. up in. Uh, they're amazing. Jacksonville, they're just just across the line, just across the St. John's County line in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. and they've just really just thrown their doors open for us and created a space that we can be consistently at when people are, when people are in need of, of, That's our, good. of our community. Yeah. And they've been a huge, uh, just a, such a welcoming and generous partner. And um, they're going to be a huge part of our success moving forward. They're yeah. actually hosting a second event in September for us as well. Yeah. The Goggins four by four by 48 event <sighs> Vicious. Um, from <laughs> September 29th to October 1st, uh, running four miles every four hours for 48 hours. Whoa. Um, but they're also putting on a whole bunch of sounds um, horrible. Workouts, and <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a yoga. There's wow. going to be a rock. Um, yeah. Just kind of a weekend full of festival, you know, fitness festival and <clears throat> celebrating recovery. Yeah. So yeah. we got two big fun things going on this month. I think that's a big awesome. deal. What you just said, celebrating recovery. Celebrating. You know. It, you know when, when I when I was growing up, my my grandma and grandpa struggled um, uh, with with alcoholism, and we would have never said those words celebrating recovery like celebrate yeah. you know it's always always so much shame associated oh, absolutely and you know what's one of the that was one of the shocking things and getting to spend the last couple of years with with chad same it's it's okay same. celebrating it is phenomenal yeah, yeah. you know and uh, i have a friend who, who just i think he's at 15 months sober now and just every month celebrating oh mm-hmm. six oh man did you get your chip and get yeah. oh this is great you want me to go with you and it's just been great to be a good cheerleader for those and celebrate recovery and take away the shame mm-hmm. right then if the shame's not there then the pride comes in and they can help others mm-hmm. which yeah. is uh exciting yeah i love shame dies when we tell our stories in public places that's great mm-hmm. and chad he does that he walks Absolutely. that for sure and yeah you have never hesitated to let me know what was going on or what um, <clears throat> what life was going to be like moving forward for you and what your passion and your mission was. And I really respect that. Um, the Recovery RX question, I asked you to, to break that down. And I, just what I was hearing was it really is um, 
a small controlled setting where you really can relearn how to be a sober functioning adult. You were saying, you know, do what you're asked. We do have to submit to authority, whether we like it or not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not all of us love submitting to authority. Nope. And I feel like, I mean, even when I've had a little bit of addictive tendencies coming in, spending too much time on my devices and my husband being like, hey, have you turned on your, your little screen time alert on that? And I'm like, no, I don't need your yeah. advice. How like, dare I, you, right? Like, get out of my face. Yeah. Like, who do you think you are, dude? Yeah. Like, even in little bitty ways, like just having that accountability and submitting to authority, listening to someone who's saying something healthy, even if you don't want to hear it. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, that's really important as for all functioning adults. I'm still working on it. <laughs> yeah. um, meetings, that accountability, absolutely. We've, like I said, I was looking through one of the, keys to increasing success rates of walking out recovery is definitely having that accountability of being at a meeting, being at a certain number of meetings, meeting those goals. And that is an achievable goal yeah. that you can set for yourself. Even if it's one meeting a week, if that's all you can get to sure. succeed at that. Um, I've talked to some addicts and it was one meeting every day yeah. for a period of time. Sometimes even more than that, I, I knew an addict that had a schedule of every single meeting within range of his work and his house and um, anywhere that he would be. So if there was ever a moment that he needed a meeting, he was he knew he was within 30 minutes of one. And that's that's amazing. And that's absolutely what the research shows is that you need to have that accountability. Um, also, making sure that you take care of yourself. Jordan. Jordan B. Peterson published the 12 Rules for Life. And one of the rules was, you know, take care of yourself as if you are someone that needed to be cared for. And there is research that shows that we are far more likely to follow a doctor's prescription with our pets than we are for ourselves. Interesting. We're more likely to make doctor's appointments, take medication to completion as prescribed mm. and do follow-up therapies with our animals than we are for ourselves. Yeah. And hearing that was incredibly humbling because absolutely 100% that yeah. is me. There. And so having that meeting and test component, I feel like is, is something that we do need to be relearning, probably all of us. Um, accountability for yourself, chores, relationship building. These are all it's what we do with our kids, yeah. right? I mean, we teach our kids that they need to be a blessing in the household, that they need to be a contributor and Give not her. not just someone who takes, be someone who serves, not someone who is always served. Yeah. And I mean, I teach my kids that because again, I'm a dork and I've looked up the research. <laughs> I, I make my kids share bedrooms as much as I can because, you know, that increases yeah. success of marriages. Like I'm, yeah. I'm a loser <laughs> and I look at lots of studies, but like- so the fact that you guys will, they'll be sharing bedrooms, that's an important life skill yeah. to be able to share your space, especially sure. if you're going to be in a healthy relationship, mm -hmm. a healthy cohabitation situation. Um, so I just love, again, like my behavior modification is all small approximations. It's yeah. giving a small step that is achievable, celebrating each time that step is achieved yeah. and then pushing it further. You never get complacent in that. So I just wanted to reinforce that coming from my background, that's exactly what needs to happen. And you're clearly way smarter than me because you didn't have to spend a whole bunch of money at college to learn that. <laughs> well, I appreciate you uh, 
sort of validating our um, our sort of mission statement um, because it's big. Because as you said, you know, most people, even though that most people have had personal experience with this, most people really have no understanding mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of what it is. And um, you know, all we all we have done since the beginning, and all we will continue to do is be consistent and show up for people. Mm -hmm. Because most people that find themselves in need of our services have either never known consistency and accountability, or it's been a really long time. Mm -hmm. And what we've seen, and, and the biggest gift for me is uh, we keep talking about the little things, and some people might think it's silly about, uh, you know, making people be consistent in doing their chores at home. What happens is, is there's a shift to where you're doing, you're begrudgingly doing your chores to where you're doing your chores with joy. Mm -hmm. And that's when we know that it's starting, the hooks are starting to, to get in. And we force people to go to meetings because there's a shift that's going to happen between when you start going to meetings, you're waiting for someone to say the thing that's going to help you. And then there's a shift that happens to when you say, well, maybe I'll say the thing that somebody needs to hear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that, that just keep reinforcing for me that we're doing the right stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I heard someone years ago say that if if you don't need the meeting, then congratulations, you are the one that is needed in the meeting. That's perfect. Well, exactly great. right. Oh my and that's perfect. Love it. So like, if you don't need it, great. Someone needs to hear from you then. That's it. And so that's, that's perfect. And I've seen that played out over and over again. Um, but like I said, it's just, I, I was... I know a little bit about, you know, what you've done. I've learned it over the years. And so I really wanted to kind of dig into the research and it doesn't surprise me at all, but everything that you're doing is absolutely backed up by research as to this is how you succeed. This is how you succeed in a recovery walk. That doesn't mean that every person's going to succeed hundred percent of the time. Like you said, if they're not ready, they're not ready. Right. And having chances without judgment, I believe is one of the things that you speak to is that if you're not ready, that's, we'll meet you yeah. where you're at. We'll, yeah. we'll be here when you're ready. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, free will is absolutely a part of humanity. Yes. And so if you don't want to be here, then I respect the fact that you you have the option of, okay, well, let us know when you're ready. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So well, how can people get involved to help? Um, go to our website, uh, myscarsaremyarmor.org. Um, on there is our events and there's, you know, contact forms all over the place too. If you mm -hmm. want to just reach out to us and, um, we get back to you quickly. And, um, of course our social media, Facebook and uh, Instagram, we publish most of our events through there. Uh, we also have a newsletter as well, okay. which you can sign up for on the website. And, um, I'm actually sending one out tomorrow. So nice. Yeah. And there's a link tree on that Facebook page yes. that has links to all of your socials, mm -hmm. uh, your website, and also a donate page. Yes. And so you are accepting donations. Yes, we are a 501c3. Yeah. You can either give to just our regular program, which is the workouts and um, uh, providing treatment for anybody who comes to us in the meantime before we have our own house. Um and then there's also, you have the ability to uh, just give directly to the recovery living home. Mm -hmm. So there's there's two avenues there. Um, you can also, um, if you can't come to the event, you can still go ahead and make a donation through that donation page, mm -hmm. which is also on our events page on our website. Um, and yeah. Where can they find the workouts? 
that you schedule? They're typically weekly, monthly, or they have been at different times. They are. So we have a yoga. We have we do bi monthly. Um, okay. One month is yoga, and one one month is a workout at CrossFit 904. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're pausing everything right now in preparation for the fundraiser mm-hmm. and for the four by four by forty eight on okay. September twenty eighth. Right. Uh, uh, at, no, uh, September 29th. September 29th, mm-hmm. excuse me, at CrossFit 904. Yeah. Okay. That will be a two-day, a full two-day event uh, where some of us are, well, uh, some of them will be running for 48 hours. I'm a child. I can't say no to anything. Uh, and, but uh, CrossFit 904 and some of their partners are also going to be hosting uh, various little workouts uh, so that people can come, be involved, and participate and have a great time. And I'm sure it'll be it will definitely have a load of a loads of great people, and I'm sure that'll be a bunch of other fun stuff as well. Yeah, I know there's going to be raffle for that too. Yep. Uh, food, drinks. We food don't trucks. we don't go anywhere where there's not food, so that will definitely Amen. have to be food. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I know you guys have a very broad audience here mm-hmm. in uh, 904 now. Um, if something that you heard today triggered uh, uh, something. Uh, inside of you and a desire to give on a bigger scale. Um, we are looking for a few legacy gifts for the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith mentioned some naming rights. Mm-hmm. Um, the home will carry a name, a legacy name, and also um, the garage and the kitchen and the bedrooms. So maybe maybe you can't make the event. Um, we're hoping you can. Maybe you can't, but you, you like the idea of uh, of naming something, even the house after someone uh, maybe that was affected by an addiction or uh, in honor of someone in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will gladly welcome that and would love to start off the event and even get more steam rolling towards this event um, by even having some of those uh, those names already picked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Meredith, do you have the numbers, the numeric values of those of those rooms, or is um, that uh, listed on the it, site? It's on the website. It is on the website. Um, on I the might have page. it up here. Yes, and um, if you yeah. are interested in giving one of those larger gifts, um, please, by all means, reach out to me, Meredith, at recoveryrxcorp.org. Um, mm-hmm. Also, of course, my contact information is on our website. And Blake, I believe I have this pulled up on the production computer, the securegively.org tab. So what I'm seeing is individual tickets are $25 per person. Groups of four get a discount at $85 per group of four. Table of eight is $175. You can sponsor the event. Warm-ups, $100. Active recovery is $500. Cardio day is $1,000. Bodybuilders, $5,000. And then a HIT workout, which is a CrossFit acronym that will get explained in just a moment. It's $10,000 for that. And then naming is right here. All right. So the naming opportunities that are available. And if you go to that securegively.org, Meredith's email is there right above the naming opportunities. So you can name a house at $50,000. You can name the kitchen at $25,000. Living room at $15,000. The garage is $10,000. And then... The bedrooms, they're projecting three, 7,500. We would love lots of bedrooms to be purchased. So yeah. we have as many as we yes. need. Sure. Um, so those are the naming opportunities and definitely reach out to Meredith at recoveryrxcourt.org. Um, Blake, would you mind dropping that secure Ghibli into the comment section for anyone that might want to come? It's a day before my daughter's birthday, but I'm hoping that we can get the family there. And I'd like to sponsor a table so we can have everyone in the family come out okay. and, 
and party with Recovery RX because I just like I keep reiterating like I'm just so supportive of the work you're doing because you're just doing the right things you. and you're doing the right things that are backed up by years of data that have been cross-checked and rechecked over and over again over the years. So I just love the work that you're doing. I'm so excited about this event. I can't wait to go. Stars under the stars. Yeah, stars the under the stars. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for being here. Do you have any thank other you. shout outs for any of your um, strategic partners that you want to mention? We mentioned CrossFit 904. Yeah. Is there anybody else you want to shout out before we... Misfit Charities. Misfit Charities. Okay. Uh, Go Ruck has been so generous. Mm -hmm. I think Clay already named a bunch of people who are who have been uh, very involved in in uh, setting off this event, and we're hoping to have uh, so many more to announce after the event when we come and see Absolutely. you again. Mm -hmm. uh, I would just like to close, if I may. Uh, obviously, we're here asking for your help, but more than anything, we want to help you too. So, if you or anyone you know is struggling with substance use disorder, please reach out to us and let us work for you. Absolutely. Chad's contact information is on the Facebook page, so you can contact him directly. You can message on Facebook. You have Meredith's email also if you go to that securegively.org page. Um, absolutely reach out. Don't try and go through this alone. Yeah. It's no. You need a community, and these are great people that really have it in their heart to help you, and they want to help you walk out that recovery. Um, are you guys open to talking with family members who might need pointed in the right direction. Anybody. For, yep. Anybody. All right. 100%. So walking through recovery, someone you love is going through recovery mm -hmm. or maybe needs it. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Thank you guys so much for the work that you do. Thank you for being here. Uh -huh. It's so good to see you again. It's so good to see you. Yes. I always yes, enjoy hanging so out with you guys. So yes, I love it when I have a way that you can't say no to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us tonight. I hope you learned a lot. I hope it will be on your heart and you will come party with us. Scars Under the Stars on September 14th. That's 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Tringali Barn. So definitely buy your tickets. Let's fill up this event and let's help lots of people oh. that need love and support yes. thank you saint augustine that is our show tonight we will see you tomorrow thank bye thank you